This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Allie Party, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. And good morning to all the very loyal Valley Watch listeners. Yes, that's me, Allie Party. I am here on behalf of the public affairs section here at the Phoenix Fire Department. And I am joined with a former co-host or host of this show and friend of mine and pillar in our community and our section here at the Phoenix Fire Department Public Affairs, Captain Rob McDade. I never got an intro. I don't understand. I, so apparently, I, I know was the right a co-host people. <laughs> or a host of this show. I know Valley Watch for many, bringing you many all moons. of your public safety needs, mm-hmm. not just Phoenix, but in the valley, all around. And apparently, you needed to be somebody that was a hotshot reporter for this radio station to get your own intro. With that, that who is that? His pipes are amazing. Yes. Who's that intro? Jason Vizi has one Man. heck of a voice, and. I know the right people to email, text, and call for, uh, you know, in a polite way of saying, a facelift for the Valley Watch show. It was needed. We've got a new intro. We've got a new graphic. We're updating Phoenix Fire social media regularly with all of our, not podcasts, but interviews. And so folks can listen back if they aren't joining us, like those listening right now at 545 in the morning on Sundays. So, you know, it just provides... Is there something (laughs) wrong with that time slot? I think... There's not. No, we are so thankful and grateful for this time brought to you by our good friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting. But it is crucial for us to... To take advantage of this time and give it extra legs and it's been great to run with this show after you metaphorically passed me the baton of hosting this and i get to work with my friends over at the ktr newsroom to get this i will yeah. I'll interrupt you i i would have to say i grew up as you know i'm i'm practically native i was born in boston we moved out here when i was younger honeywell just like most mm-hmm. you know second generation phoenicians out here brought my family this way. KTR was a pillar. And so for me, it's funny. I've been very fortunate enough that I've represented the Phoenix Fire Department in many capacities, but primarily as a public information officer for almost the last, geez, almost eight years. Which is I crazy. get the most feedback. I could do a live. I've been, again, it's a humble brag. So it's going to sound like. But, we get but it. I'm You're, a, it. This is a plug for yourself. We list. <laughs> E to E F G list celebrity, but I've been synonymous with, especially through COVID, mm-hmm. where I was on either CNN or MSNBC or some of the larger networks. Mm-hmm. Maybe a few people. I had some relatives back east, but everybody on the in, in my circles or the fire department says, "Hey, 92. I heard you on KTAR." Yeah. So the reach of this program, to me, just from word of mouth, is why I, I think it's important we do this show and the great information that we put out. Well, and that is just a wonderful segue as to what our first topic of the day is. And as the Phoenix Fire Department and leading the public affairs section, we have been so, so, so busy, and we just had an amazing event. So yesterday, Saturday, we had a smoke detector walk that was planned very quickly. The turnaround was a tight window, but that just goes to show you the credit of our amazing team and why it was so important is that roughly a week before we held this smoke detector event, there was a family of five that was killed in a condominium near 35th Avenue in Northern. And so I know that you were among the 
PIOs that responded and were putting out information after this event. And it's tragic. And we we talked about it then when when the initial incident happened. We talked about it yesterday. But we as the Phoenix Fire Department mourn with this family. We mourn with the community. And so as the Phoenix Fire Department, we are not only proactive and responsive when these fires happen, but what else do we want to do? Right. We could be a perfect way to, to set that up. You know, we... The bottom line, right? I get to talk. I'm talking into a microphone right now. We do podcasts. We do, you know, all of our social media. But at the end of the day, we are red trucks on the road. And we are there when you call 911. And that's what happened that night in that small community Mm -hmm. where there was a devastating fire that unfortunately took out a family. Mm -hmm. And the the more we learn about this family and the wonderful work that that father did Mm -hmm. with those children that had special needs, um, it's a tragedy. So what I say is, yes, we are, we're, we're reactive in the way that when the lights come on, Mm -hmm. we go to the call and the firefighters did everything they were trained to do. We gave them a chance to live. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had four children that were in respiratory arrest and we had a a father that was pronounced deceased at the scene. A couple of the children hung on for Mm -hmm. dear life, but then unfortunately end of life decisions needed to be made. So what do you do as a fire department, right? You say, we move on, we wait for the lights to come on again, but we're not, right? We're the Phoenix Fire Department. We're a modern day fire department that's progressively looks at how and how did this happen, first of all, and second, mm-hmm. could have been prevented? Well, we'll look at how the fire started. That's yeah. still an investigation. But, but to be proactive. Proactive. Yeah. The fire investigator, uh, Captain Steve Cottle, I'll mm-hmm. mention his name because he's been on TV before. He's mm-hmm. one of the most senior folks that was there, determined there was no smoke detectors present. So what yeah. do you say? We can't undo what's already done, but mm-hmm. let's make sure we prevent this from never happening again. And when we looked at planning this event and preparing talking points and, you know, just communicating to the community how vital it is to have smoke detectors, we talk about it all the time. You hear the annoying chirping. They're there for a reason. But when we were gathering information to just share with the community, it was pretty eye opening to me. So Jennifer Hill, another name drop. She works in our. Yeah, she works in our fire data crime analysis kinds of areas. She's a one of one in our organization. Yeah, she's amazing. And so within just a few minutes she got me back this information from last year's fatal fires so we had 10 fatal fires last year in phoenix and three of those did not have smoke detectors and the seven others had smoke detectors but they were not operating correctly and so unbelievable stat yeah and that just goes to show you what could have been prevented potentially i mean we don't know but there's something pretty jarring about those statistics so let's talk about smoke detectors right so Believe it or not, for uh, tw- 22 years for me, 22 years be- now being on the fire department. I'm going Are you okay? Fires, so you, the memory's I'm still old. there? How's okay. That? With 22 comes time. <laughs> believe it or not, when you think about fires and you would say to somebody, somebody died in a fire, believe it or not, not always, but the majority of the time, they do not die of burns. They mm-hmm. die of asphyxiation, yeah. right? So what does that mean? It's carbon monoxide. It's that smoke that's generated. If you're mm-hmm. upstairs and it starts in your fire and you're in a very deep slumber sleep, Correct. Like REM full going, mm-hmm. you are literally going to be almost anesthetized, right? Yeah. You are just going to fall asleep and never wake up. The smoke detector tells you, hey, there is trouble downstairs. Mm-hmm. You have time to get out of the house, gather your family, get out of the house. I think that's the big thing that people think about when they think of smoke detectors and again it's hard to be compliant with it they chirp the Mm -hmm. the famous friends episode where phoebe can't get it to stop she (laughs) smashes it it still lives on 
And we know that, but mm-hmm. obviously that's a that's a, a comically funny scenario. Very telling, yeah. Yes, but again, we need to take these smoke detectors serious, and that's why we did the walk, and that's why we need to get out to these communities. Well, you talk about what happens when there's smoke and there's fire in a home, and that leads me to... One saying in the fire service that they talk about clothes before you doze. And there are so many pictures on social media or the Internet that just describe that so perfectly. And I never really thought about the importance of having your door closed when you sleep. But to just have your door shut and the fact that that's going to stop enough of the smoke coming into your room that potentially, hopefully you wake up by smelling or hearing something before you couldn't even wake up. Fire takes the path of least resistance. I've been on fires, and those pictures, do yourself a favor, folks. Google it. Look at what Mm -hmm. it looks like. I've walked up a stairway where it's charred black all the way. The roof, it's like fingers into a hallway, and then where there's a door closed, you open it up, and it almost looks like it hasn't even been touched in that room. And that's a small plywood Mm -hmm. balsa door. Believe it or not, like I said, fire hits it and keeps going the other way. Fire wants least resistance. Now, over time, it would Mm -hmm. make its way through that door, but that's that extra level that gives you that time to get out. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that that's just a great way to, you know, tie a bow on it, if you will, of our smoke detector event. It was incredible. We It was a great showing of our community partners with the Arizona Burn Foundation, the Phoenix Fire Foundation, Mercy Care, all of their volunteers, plus Phoenix Fire Chief Mike Duran being in attendance, the leadership from the Firefighters Union, Local 493, and also, you know, the having the potential pop-ins of some of the on-duty crews that were nearby. And so we understand that from that perspective, Firefighters don't want to go back to a scene like that. And we get it. That's not the the duty of a firefighter. We ask them to go and respond to those incidents. We don't ask them to come to our media events and all those types of things. But we do appreciate them coming and connecting with the community and showing how important it is to have these smoke detectors. But I know as one of the PIOs that was there speaking to the media, you know, this is probably how many events for you. And what was different about this event? I would say that it was uh, really the backdrop was the Mm -hmm. great loss of life. You Mm -hmm. just said those numbers. We're the fifth largest city. We only had nine fire fatalities Mm -hmm. right in that last year where if you look at those numbers, you would almost think they would be more. So we had, yeah. unfortunately, I mean, five five, yeah. five of our residents. Four children and a dad. That yeah. perished in there. And I could say, it, it for me, it's cathartic mm-hmm. when I go back. You know, I've had folks that uh, have, we had, a, 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 and I won't get off, I know we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're short on time, but we had a young, uh, a teenager that was in a devastating car accident. We did everything we could to save his life, cut him out of the car, did life-saving measures. He did not survive his mom would bring pizzas to the fire station on that anniversary for us and i was a younger firefighter i didn't understand we didn't do our job we didn't take care of it yeah but it was almost her and her words saying you did you gave my son a chance to live and so i think what as you grow through your career those firefighters i think it was therapeutic for them Mm -hmm. to see hey we're not going to just let this turn the page and move on yeah we're going to make this a thing and i think we've even talked about making it a yearly event where we can go to that area Mm -hmm. celebrating the lives of those folks instead of talking about how devastating it really was and also as the phoenix fire department we host at least two smoke detector walks a year and also making sure that when we do have those events they're very intentional so they are coming out of neighborhoods 
neighborhoods that have been recently impacted by you know, last year's was a double mobile home fire up in the North Valley. Well, we went there because we knew that that neighborhood was greatly impacted. And we had like over 100 people sign up for smoke detectors. Well, this is a very, you know, tragic, emotional situation where we lost an entire family. So anyone in that condo complex is going to be probably inclined to sign up for something like this. So I think, you know, patting myself on the back. I think we're doing a great job of looking at the community and trying to be, yes, we are reactive in nature, but how can we also be proactive? And, and I think we saw that, and it's really good. And I think that's that's the takeaway from this, right? We do the dr- we have tragic drowning events. Mm-hmm. I know we've got April Pools coming up, yeah. and I'm sure you would like to plug that. Mm-hmm. But we look at those, and 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 you you know sometimes I've been doing this long enough, you get the feedback. Oh, do you think it really matters? You guys keep saying the same messages. Yeah. If we affect one family, if mm-hmm. one family sees a mock drowning, yeah. and one family says that is so devastating, mm-hmm. and maybe we don't have metrics to know that we saved a life. Yeah. I could say I will shout from the rooftops. Mm-hmm. We will keep doing these programs if we save one i'm fine yeah. if we save more than that that's even better just, yeah even better exactly so it's important for us back these programs get involved and i'm so glad that we do stay proactive and it's thanks to all the hard work that you do in our section oh uh, well it's a team effort Captain McDade. Well, we knew the time was going to go quickly, and we barely even got to talk about April Pool's Day and our mock drowning, but I know that this will not be your last time joining me on the show because you are just the great and the best co-host that I can have on call, quite literally, get it if you're listening, Um, but thank you so much for joining me today, and um, for everyone listening, follow us on social media. You'll see the great photos from the smoke detector walk, but have a great Sunday, and stay safe, Phoenix.